Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Yeah, man, what's going on? Ooh, man, actually at this point, not sure where I'm going to be at. I might be back yet, or I might be in Jamaica. So you'll either be in Canada, which is anti-Jamaica. No, no, I won't be in Canada. I'll for sure either be in Chicago. Okay. But you will have gotten back from Jamaica. I would have gotten back. I would have gotten back from Canada. And then maybe head to Jamaica. You know, the difference between Canada and Jamaica is like the difference between, I don't want to say heaven and hell, but I (laughs) I would say it's the difference between maybe, um, I don't know. What? I guess I would say Mm. it's the difference between being buried in the grave. It's got dark. You know, uh, and, and, and soul sleep. Like that, that weird doctrine. Okay, it's not in the Bible. It's the difference between that and then the biblical doctrine of of heaven and the resurrection. I, I think that's that. That's it. No, I'm not saying hell, but okay. a bad theology. Like Canada is bad theology. No, it is not. Stop it. I oh, love totally Canada. Is. I love Canada. You have to say that because you married a Canadian. No, I, if actually, you didn't I love marry it. a Canadian, you'd be like, you know what? Canada. I love. I love parts of Canada. That, that's probably the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I love parts. Yeah, of the Canada. parts without people. Yeah, yeah. I, yes, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. Yukon you. territory. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I know what you like. Leave me alone. You know where I've always wanted to go? Not I've, Canada. No, in Canada. I've always. I've. I've only gone as far Nobody east cares. as Ontario. Nobody. Cares. I've always wanted to go to Prince Edward Island or uh, uh, Newfoundland. I wanted. I want, Newfoundland. That's not Canada. Yes, it is. No, it's its own thing. I want to go see the Newfies. Okay, that's New, what I want to go. Newfoundland is not Canada. I want to go see the Newfies. New. Um, all right, that's that's where I want to go. The Newfies are like Newfin- Newfoundland is a large Canadian island mm-hmm. off the coast of North. I told you, yeah. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know, I know, I know my I know my provinces and territories. All right. But uh, yeah, I've always wanted to go because Canadians are they're pretty funny. They're you know they're no, kind of wacky. Not. Yes, they no, are. They've they got are a great the worst sense of humor. Canadians. They've got the worst can- comedians come from Canada. Uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh, if you stop like impressions? It. Okay. Stop it, Mike. Mike Myers. Exactly. Not a great comedian. Stop it. Not he a great comedian. Is. Yes, he's, he's, a, he's he a good, good movies. Comedian. He's not a good comedian. He's a good no. comedian. He's a comedic Stop actor. it. Stop it. Anyway. A comedian. Huh? Yeah, go ahead. I, uh, Jim Carrey. I already got the consensus. Right, Jim Carrey. Go Stop ahead. it. Anyways, but Newfie. I want to go see the Newfies. There's a good movie that takes place in Newfoundland. Oh, what's that? I have to look it up, and I probably shouldn't say it on air. Okay, sounds good. Anyways, so I, I do love Canada. I do enjoy my time up there. Um, but yeah, going to Jamaica, go... Uh, just go visit, uh, see family. You know, who's gonna? I, you know what? You know what's nice about uh, Canada is when you're up there. If you, especially if you ignore all the people, you get to see the beauty of God's creation. Oh, good! Mm, job. You like that transition? right I there? I do like that transition. I'm going to point it out because I yeah. felt like it was pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. You know, yeah. It's better if you don't point it out. You know, but I got I got to say, did you notice? Did you see yeah. how good I did? No, I just see. I hey, see mom, that. did you see what I just did there? Yeah, yeah. Good job. Good job High on five. that transition. So, Joe, what are we? What are we talking about today? Uh, well, we're back in the 1689, and we are talking about the doctrine of creation. This is chapter four in the 1689. If you want to follow along, be sure to go to the 1689confession.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out. Tell all your friends. Get everybody to link to it. It is the best online presentation of the confession that you can find, guaranteed, hands down. If you can find a better confession, Jimmy will give you a version of this on the online. Jimmy will give you a hundred dollars. So, Wait, what? No. Anyways, yeah, we talked about it. No, we did talk. All about right. It. <laughs> 
It's only three paragraphs, so we're going to do all of it right here. Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Right. Let's Ken Ham this. Are you gonna, no, we're not. Come on. We're not Ken Ham Yeah, this. we are. Come on. No, come we're on. not doing the ARC experience. Oh, come on. We're not going to bleed people for money. Come we're on now. Gonna, let's do this. I don't want to turn the word of God into an amusement park. I don't want to do that. <laughs> all right, why don't you go ahead and start. guy looks like a crazy Leave Amish zombie. That's what he looks Stop. like. Have you seen him? Yes. He looks like the Walking Dead, if there was an Amish Walking Dead person. That's what he looks like. I can't start, follow that guy. Start with That's paragraph. weird. Start with paragraph one. All right, paragraph one. In the beginning, it pleased God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for the manifestation of his glory and of his eternal power, wisdom, and goodness, to create or make the world and all things therein, whether visible or invisible, in the space of six days, and all very good. Mm. It's a a good paragraph, man. Very simple. Using the language of Scripture to say what God did. And so there's a couple of things here that are worth mentioning, worth, worth meditating on. One is... Who's responsible for creation? Oh, the Trinity. God. The Trinitate. Trinitate. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. All right. So um, now where would we go to sort of highlight this? Like, so how do we know? We can say that, well, we know God the Father is involved in creation because it simply says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. But But it also talks about the Spirit of God hovering over the waters. Oh, okay. Very good. So there we have the Holy Spirit. And then if you look at uh, Colossians 1.16. Right. right for by him they're talking about Jesus all things were created in heaven and on earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities all things were created through him and for and him for him that last part dude oh yeah it's like it's like Jesus is responsible for creation with the father and the spirit and it was all made for him like that's it i love that cuz that's a really important part of the doctrine here when we start when, when we get to the end of this when we start talking about implications that's going to be really important so we've got father son and holy spirit involved in creation and the reason it was done was so that the glory of god the glory of his eternal power wisdom and goodness uh, would be manifested in all of creation whoa well joe hold on you're telling me god did not create uh did you use up all the butane? I might have. That God did not use up. Uh, sorry, that God did not create all things for my glory Mm-mm. or for me to live. Like he just thought, oh, you know what? I need a friend. I'm going to go ahead and create Earth. So I'm going to create the universe so that the Jofo will exist. You've got a friend in me. That's the whole song. That's the theme song of the Trinity making creation. He did it because he was he was bored and lonely. Gotcha. No, that's what bad theologians say. He did it to make manifest his glory mm. to those of us who are created sentient beings in the image of God. And we're we're going to get to that a little bit later. So, um, yeah, so God does all of this, and it says that he does it, all things. He created all things, visible and, and invisible, in the space of six days. And all of it was very good. So before we get to the six days, mm. when God created all things— it was good. It was good. Very good. Very good. Wasn't bad. Wasn't corrupt. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with what God made. What God makes is good. That's right. The fountains were overflowing with Diet Coke. Oh, I can't drink Diet Coke. It's been a month since oh, I've had one man. Diet Coke in the last month. Oh, man. It's been That's why good. I'm angry all You're the time. always angry. drinking water. Oh, man. I like water, but I like Diet Coke. I don't like water. I only like water oh. that's carbonated and has aspartame in it. Oh, Diet Coke. I need one. I'm going to have one. When was the last time you had a Diet Coke? What? Yeah, I don't know. Lunch. I hate you. <laughs> Every day I want a Diet Coke. When I go to kebabs and I get like a beef kebab and a shrimp kebab. And then yeah, I go, yeah. Yeah, I'll have a beef kebab, a shrimp uh, kebab. Uh, a bottle of water. No, a cup of water. Because you don't have to pay for it if it's a cup of water. you got to pay for a bottle of water. I ain't pay for a bottle of water. It's water. Why would I pay for it? It's, a, it's water. Who pays for water? Just tap it. Just tap. 
Catalan. Uh, no, I'm just, no, not for you. No, I don't. No, do that. not for Lord Jimmy. Nope, I ain't doing that. <laughs> uh-uh, give me my Voss. No, yeah, you, you want Voss? <laughs> you want Fuji? You didn't even drink a Dasani. He's like, yeah, I didn't drink a Dasani. That's just oh, that's municipality th- water. I don't no, want that. Exactly. But it says that he made the world in the space of six days. So what does that mean, Jimmy? Uh, he made the world in six days. Right. This is the 1689 perspective. You like it, hate it, whatever you want. But the 1689 perspective is that God made uh, all things in the space of six days. And that means if you don't believe that, uh, you're not a believer. And you can't, you can't ascribe. You're not reformed. You're not reformed. You can't ascribe to the 1689. You're not a believer. Exactly. And it must be six You're a big days. dummy. You're a big dummy. Exactly. And I Ken Ham I, is going to haunt your dreams. Okay. Uh, Ken Ham is the ghost of Amish zombies. That, that's what he is. He will haunt you. You, you went you from Amish him? zombie oh, yeah. to ghost of Amish zombie. You took the you same the joke. I'm going to put further. up a picture of Ken Ham. Okay. People can see. You're gonna, I'm going to put a picture of him next to a zombie. No, you you're going to desaturate, aren't you? No, I won't touch a thing. Oh, we should. I won't, I won't hit the structure <laughs> or the contrast. I'll just. You were thinking about well, it, weren't I'm you? I'm not going to zombify <laughs> it. I'm not going to do a thing. You'll see. So you know, here's the thing. Um, it says in the space of six days, all very good. Yep. Now, that's using the language of Scripture, right? It's simply saying yes. what Scripture says. Um, I personally don't think that we need to make a whole lot out of literal six days versus uh, periods of time. Um, I, I, I think what we have to agree on – in other words, let me say this. You are still orthodox as a believer, and you can still be thoroughly reformed if you think that God created the world, uh, that he created all things, and yet you don't necessarily believe, you're not convinced that it happened in a literal six period, mm-hmm. six days, six 24-hour periods of time. Um, we, we think we ought to be charitable here. Uh, this is Jimmy and I talking here. This is not the framers of the 1689, uh, but we are saying that uh, in general, we think that this is not one something to divide over. Exactly. I think that there's still fellowship with those that whether you hold a six day or not. Right. But I think the most important thing is that uh, we do hold that God, that the Trinity created all things, whether visible or invisible, right. to his glory. And, and that he made mankind, male and female, in his image distinct and unique from all other creation. We see Mm. this in paragraph two. Yeah, paragraph two. After God had made all other creatures, he created man, male and female, with reasonable and immortal souls, rendering them fit unto that life to God for which they were created, being made after the image of God in knowledge, righteousness, and true holiness, having the law of God written in their hearts and power to fulfill it, and yet under a possibility of transgressing, being left to the liberty of their own will, which was subject to change. Wow, wow. Uh-uh. Which, uh, which did change because you blew it. Oh, That's thanks, Adam. Yeah. And you. Yeah, thanks for the thorns, bro. Yeah. yeah. Especially this one right that here. That right here, yeah. yeah. We're, still, we're still paying for it. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to pay for it for a long time. Okay, so, and this is why this is important, right? Um, uh, he, and this is how we know that the 1689 is not just using the language of Scripture, we know that they're talking about six days, that God created the world in six literal days, because it says that, you know, well, after he had made all of the creatures, he created male and female. So the 1689 is arguing for six days, okay? It's not arguing for age of the earth. We're not getting, we're not going to Ken Ham this thing, but it is arguing <laughs> for six... This episode brought to you by Ken Ham. Not brought to you by Ken no, Ham. No, no, why don't we just link to his website? Oh, I'll, I'm not linking to his website. I don't <laughs> so, um... Uh, Ken Ham, <laughs> I knew I can get you. Just, it's it, oh, it's too much, too much. Why is it too much? He's just too much, dude. I agree. He's weird. Yeah, man, it's too much. 
All right, so, um, so here's what we have. He created male and female with reasonable and immortal souls, right? So hu- human beings are created immortal, right? Uh, we have a beginning, but we really don't have an end, right? We have an end in this, in this earthly life, but we live on forever in the intermediate state we live on. We will, there'll be a resurrection. Uh, we are reasonable, immortal, and we are created in such a way that, that we are made uh, to um, reflect God, right? we're made in his image. And when it speaks of how we are made in the image of God, it specifically references knowledge, knowledge righteousness, yep. and true holiness. Mm. Right? So we're moral beings. And the, the whole doctrine of the Imago Dei is actually complex. It's a really big doctrine, and there's a whole books written on it right? that you can really explore. Yeah, yeah. What does it mean to be made in the image of God? A lot of people say, well, it just means we have emotions, intellect, and a will. We're different from creatures in that way. Other people will say, well, you can see it in other areas, like for like a love and affection, oh, yeah. yep. which animals don't have, not in the way that we have it, um, and like the idea of of, of self sacrifice or creativity, like we, like so a bird can sing a beautiful chirpy song, but they're not trying to make something beautiful; they're just doing what they do by nature. Whereas we will create for the sake of creating something beautiful because we're made in the image of God. But here he talks about knowledge, righteousness, and true holiness. So it's emphasizing this fact that we're made in God's image to be moral people that yeah. reflect His character. And what we do, because we have the law of God written on our hearts. Adam and Eve had that, right? Yeah, we're talking about like that that conscious, right? Like that knowing good and, you know what I mean? Like uh, we know to follow the law of God. They knew what the law of God was, what the decree of God they was. They didn't have to have tablets of stone. No, no, They no. knew don't steal. That's don't it. Don't lie. Don't cheat on, well, the one woman that you got. So really it's, you know, these, these are, we have Adam and Eve who knew the will of God, mm-hmm. had communion with the will of God, and yet... Under they, a possibility of transgressing. Right, because, you know, they had free will. Everybody that wants to talk about, hey, I want free will. You know what you do with free will, you dummy? <laughs> you blow it. You blow it. You screw up. That's mm-hmm. what we do with free will. That's what we all did with free will in the garden, because it wasn't just Adam who blew it. It was all of us who blew it. Yep. And so they, they did have a free will. They could choose good or evil, and we know that ultimately that they did. And all of this is going to come into play when we start talking about the covenant of works later on in the confession. But what about paragraph three? Paragraph three. Paragraph three says this. Besides the law written in their hearts, they received a command not to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which while they kept, they were happy in their communion with God and had dominion over the creatures. Okay, so this is this is really good. Um, God's law was in place in their hearts. And yet there was a special law that would not have been in their hearts. It was a law that had to be revealed to them. Correct. You do, cannot, not, do not eat from that tree. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't yeah. eat of that. The day that you eat of that, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. It'll bring judgment upon you. All hell will break loose. Almost literally. Yeah, right? literally. Yeah, yeah. So don't eat of that. And if you obey me and if you stay with me, you're going to maintain this communion with me. Now, this is going to relate, like I said, to the doctrine of the covenant of works later on. So let me just tease it by saying this. In the garden, we have Adam and Eve. They were given law, right? They were given this explicit law. Uh, they had the law written on their hearts. They knew what to do, what not to do. They were given stipulations, right? They're like, um, you must procreate, exercise dominion yep. over the created order, tend yep. to the garden, yep. right? So in other words, you're going to be creating culture. You're going to be doing all of this. We call it the cultural mandate. So Adam and Eve were given stipulations by which they were to live, and a consequence if they broke it. 
Correct. That, my friends, is called a covenant. It doesn't, oh. doesn't use the word covenant. Tell him, Joe. But that's a covenant, right? Tell him, Joe. In fact, we're going to link to a book right now, even though we're early to it, but Richard Barcelo's book. Uh, covenant getting, of the Garden. Getting the Garden Right. Yeah. Covenant of the Garden. Yeah, yeah. Covenant of the Garden. That Covenant of the Garden. Yeah, that was his first. Uh, when we, like when a we were first. movie that you would love. First of all, when we were discussing his book. Really? Uh, that, that was going to be the first title. That's funny because I was talking to him as he wrote the book and wrote an endorsement for the book before it came out. I don't remember him ever mentioning you. Uh, yeah, you know what? You Ghostwriter? Uh, I can't. I can neither confirm nor okay. deny. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say on behalf of Richard Barcells, thank you, Jimmy. Mm, yes, because yes. it's a really good book. Yeah, you're welcome. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know anything. About you don't this. know anything about it, right? But, but we all know <laughs> you wrote that book. We all know you wrote that book. Richard can't write that thing. Come on, man. <laughs> Poor, you, dude's almost as short as uh, Owen. No, Strayan. stop it. Why are you doing that? What? No, don't Richard do is that. A shorty. I know he is a shorty, but he's not as short as Owen. Strayan. No, stop it. Nobody stop is as short it. as Owen. Strayan. No, <laughs> we're trying to. On a We're shelf trying stature. to get Dr. Marcellos. Don't do it. Richard loves us. I'm talking about I know. Owen. I know. <laughs> he's not that short. I'm saying he's not that short. Okay, continue. Richard, I'll tell you what. Richard Marcellos has the hairline of confidence. He's got the faux faux <laughs> hairline. I do not have that. That dude has like thick, awesome hair. Mm. I hate that. He's fantastic. He's I can't wait. Smart, I got to send him a text. Smart and handsome. Look at oh, that. yeah. I can't, I, just, I can't compete with that. So when you're looking at this doctrine of creation, right? We just have three paragraphs here. Mm-hmm. What we see is a beautiful but simple truth. God created all things. Yeah. And if God created all things, what does that mean for us? That all things are subject to him. All things belong to him. Yeah. All things are his. And if all things are his, that means that you are his. That's right. It means that I'm his. Mm. It means that every individual, whether they like it or not, mm. whether they believe it or not, will answer to him. That's right. And it also means that you cannot begin to answer the, f- the most personal Fundamental question that people ask, who am I? Oh, good Why job. am I here? What Talk am I supposed to do? Like, you can't answer that question until you begin to understand the God who is and the God who created you. That's right. You can't understand who you are or what you're supposed to be apart from it. This is why we are so restless in our lives, why we're trying to find like Self-help books and yeah, all that stuff. And, like, the, it's, all, it's not bad. Those, those things are bad. It's like we have this desire to become what we're not. Right. And yeah. so and when we so, talk about self-realization, though, this is exactly. this is the real realization right here. Right. Who you were created and meant to be exactly is found right here. And so, like, you know, why we work out, why people get plastic well, surgery. Well, some, some people work well, out. Well, we don't work out. <laughs> no, we, we got time for Why that. Paul Maxwell works okay. out. <laughs> Theofit works out. Oh, my gosh, um, dude. Seriously, your dude, photos, Paul. Paul, oh. does every shirt that you take, every, every picture that you take have to have your shirt off? <laughs> or every shirt that you wear too small? Like yeah, he orders he, those are definitely small. No, I just think he's it's, he's got too big muscles. That's just it. Yeah, he I'm, buys the shirt and it fits, and then he goes works out and he hulks out. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I think he told me one time that he buys smalls. I'm no, he does not. Don't don't. No, I think he told me for real. I'm not joking. No, I'm I don't believe joking. you. That's a bit, Paul. That's a that's bit. That's not a bit. That's a bit, Paul. No, that's not true. Okay, Paul. I want we you to, we make fun of him Paul, so much. There's Paul, no way he does I want you to confirm on social media with the hashtag Theofit and the hashtag Doctrine and Devotion that you will buy. Small shirts. No, okay. he does not. He, okay, he does. He does I'm not. I'm telling you he does. Don't argue. I'm telling you. No, I don't believe you. Well, you I, don't have to believe me. No, I, wrong. I don't. I, I think it's a bit. The, the point, it's not a bit. It's I'm, a bit. Dude, I'm telling you, if you're doing a bit, you got to admit that it's a bit if you get, if you get called out. It's oh, man, you're really animated. I'm you're animated because really you're totally a liar. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not calling you a liar. I'm saying you're Paul, joking. Paul's like lying by wearing small shirts, making his muscles look bigger. No, those muscles are really they big. They are really big. They're Actually, really they're big. very big. Even without a shirt, I'm like, gosh. Seriously, dude, you could have been Captain America. You could have played Captain America. He's more. He's definitely more man, more, more manly than that guy. He is. That Chris actor, Evans has nothing no, on him. No, 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 man. No, especially with that hair. Chris Gosh. Evans' hair. Stop it. All right. So, 
the doctrine of creation should lead to amazement, wonder, praise. Yeah. Yep. But what Jimmy said, a kind of self-realization, but not, but only a self-realization in that you understand where you yourself belong, which is in the hands of God, yes. um, in the image of God. So it's not so much a self-realization as, as it is almost um, a revelatory realization mm. that you belong to your maker. So that's revelation, the, just revelation. You have to say revelatory. It was just, a revelatory, yeah, because that, that's not, 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 not a revelatory realization. It's, it's, it's revelation. Yeah. It, revelation, it's a re- realization. Yeah. No, it's a revelatory. Just, just a revelation. You just don't know words. That's no, 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 I'm just saying. You so just, why don't you wrap it up because before you make yourself look even dumber. No, no. And wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up. Because I'm right. Wrap it up. Because I'm right. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Devo or on Facebook slash Dr. Devotion. You can head on the website, drdevotion.com. There you can contact us. Uh, you can sign up for Before the email blast. <laughs> or hit up the store, joefostore.com. And buy some shirts. Buy some gear, please. And it, don't be like Paul. Well, just don't buy right. the small. Don't buy the smalls. <laughs> don't Paul this don't thing. Paul. And realize, people, uh, especially just for everybody, just... The shirts do fit smaller. They're more of a European style. Yeah. Now, listen, yeah. I wear a large right now uh, in those, and I'm a little chubby. So they they do they're, they're a bit snug, guys. Just so. Yeah, you but know. I'm a short dude. Yeah. So you would think like people think, oh, you are a medium. No, no, not, not in the Bella Canvas t-shirts. Yeah. I wear. So the, just just you know keep that in mind uh, when you but are. But you won't ordering. find a softer, better shirt. Exactly. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Video content when available. Later.